Welcome to Manna for Breakfast, the daily Bible reading devotional which chronologically takes you through the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation in one year. Grab a cup of coffee and your Bible and join us as we journey together through God's Word. Good morning, everyone. How are you guys? So, first off, um, no rain, no wind, no storm. It is the most beautiful morning you can imagine. Yesterday, as the hurricane was getting closer and closer, it just scooted around us to the north. And I was just kind of amazed. They kept saying we were going to get heavy rain last night, heavy, heavy rain. And we got nothing, a big nothing. I'm looking at the weather right now. The hurricane is just now making landfall. Um, trying to look at where the winds have dropped significantly down to 44 miles an hour. So this is just going to be a tropical storm. And it is, I'm trying to see where it's. Just south of Mazatlan, I kind of would have thought it's between Topeka and Mazatlan. It looks like not quite landfall, actually. It's still out there, actually. Now it's in, interesting. It's projected to go between Mazatlan and, and Topeka, but it's what it looks like is it's moving up towards Mazatlan, but it's still off the coast. So, And the wind speeds are low. It's down to Category 2 now. So there you go. I guess Mazelon's going to get wet and windy, or thereabouts. So, praise God. Praise God, we really thought we were going to get something. But that's, again, all the more reason to be praying for Florida. Use your prayer power over there. God seems to be sparing us over here, or helping us over here. And uh, thank you guys for, for those prayers and what you're doing. And if you're in Florida, let us know how you're doing, how things are going over there. I know a lot of you are probably in the middle somewhere where you don't have to deal with the issues on the coast, but um, nice to hear that things are happening, especially I love to hear the stories about people helping people, the Calvary chapels going in there. We even have a wonderful Methodist church way up north um, on the Panhandle that has done a lot of um, help for hurricane relief in the past. So good group, got a lot of good churches over there in Florida. Well, let's look at this day in trivia. Uh, There was a lot of TV shows. October 3rd is the day for TV shows to air. And I'm not going to go through all the dates and and really just cover them but um, Andy Griffith's show, Mary Tyler, Dick Van Dyke, Mickey Mouse Club, Captain Kangaroo, all Ozzy and Harriet all debuted on these days in different years. Let's see, the NFL, even uh, first NFL game on this day in 1920. Interesting. First vacuum cleaner patent came out. It was actually gasoline-powered. It's a monster thing. How'd you like that running in your house? The noise must have been pretty amazing. I wanted to get down to this one. Federal income tax began on this day in 1913. The U.S. federal income tax under the 16th Amendment is signed into law by the U.S. Congress, 1% for incomes greater than $4,000. 1%. Mm, somehow it didn't stay that way. 
Thanksgiving is declared October 13, 1863. U.S. President Abraham Lincoln declares the last Thursday of November as the National Thanksgiving Day. This was observed yearly, except 1865 and 1869, through 1938. Roosevelt declared Thanksgiving as the, as the next to the last Thursday in November, the fourth Thursday of November, starting 1942. Then it says the first National Thanksgiving Day was declared by George Washington in 1789. Yeah, okay, 1789. Lincoln declared it in 1863. So quite a bit earlier, President uh, George Washington declares November 26th the day of Thanksgiving for the adoption of the Constitution. This would be the national U.S. holiday. Interesting. Okay. Well, let's move over to the reading for this morning. As you can see, we're in Isaiah 55, 56. We're finishing the book today. Isaiah is a very, very interesting book. I like Isaiah. So, God, thank you for this morning. Thank you for bringing us into this place together, into our prayer closet, so to speak, virtually together so that we can read your word, listen to you, pray to you. Thank you for this day that you've given us. In Jesus' name, amen. Isaiah 65. I permitted myself to be sought by those who did not ask for me. I permitted myself to be found by those who did not seek me. I said, here I am, here I am, to a nation which did not call on my name. I have spread out my hands all day long to a rebellious people who walk in the way which is not good, following their own thoughts. A people who continually provoke me to my face, offering sacrifices in gardens and burning incense on bricks, who sit amongst graves and spend the night in secret places, who eat swine's flesh and the broth of unclean meat in their pots, who say, Keep to yourself, do not come near me, for I am holier than you. These are the smoke in my nostrils, a fire that burns all the day. Behold, it is written before me, I will not keep silent, but I will repay. I will even repay into their bosom, both their own iniquities and the iniquities of their fathers together, says the Lord, because they have burned incense on the mountains and scorned me on the hills. Therefore, I will measure their former work into their bosom. Thus says the Lord, as the new wine is found in the cluster, and one says, do not destroy it, for there is benefit in it. So I will act on behalf of my servants in order not to destroy all of them. I will bring forth offspring from Jacob and an heir on the mountains of Judah. Even my chosen ones shall inherit it, and my servants will dwell there. Sharon will be a pasture land for flocks, and the valley of Achor a resting place for the herds, for my people who seek me. But you who forsake the Lord, who forget my holy mountain, who set a table for fortune, and who fill cups with mixed wine for destiny, I will destine you for the sword, and all of you will bow down to the slaughter, because I called, but you did not answer. I spoke, but you did not hear. And you did evil in my sight, and chose that which I did not delight. 
Therefore, thus says the Lord, Behold, my servants will eat, but you will be hungry. Behold, my servants will drink, but you will be thirsty. Behold, my servants will rejoice, but you will be put to shame. Behold, my servants will shout joyfully with a glad heart, but you will cry out with a heavy heart. And you will wail with a broken spirit. You will leave your name for a curse to my chosen ones. And the Lord will slay you, but my servants will be called by another name, because he who is blessed on the earth will be blessed by the God of truth. And he who swears in the earth will swear by the God of truth, because the former troubles are forgotten, and because they are hidden from my sight. Verse 17, For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth. The former things will not be remembered or come to mind, but be glad and rejoice forever in what I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem for rejoicing and her people for gladness. I will also rejoice in Jerusalem and be glad in my people. And there will no longer be heard in her the voice of weeping and the sound of crying. No longer will there be in it an infant who lives but a few days, or an old man who does not live out his days. For the youth will die at an age of 100, and the one who does not reach the age of 100 will be thought accursed. They will build houses and inhabit them. They will also plant vineyards and eat their fruit. They will build and another inhabit. They will not plant and another eat. For as the lifetime of a tree, so will be the days of my people. And my chosen ones will wear out the work of their hands. They will not labor in vain, nor bear children for calamity. For they are the offspring of those blessed of the Lord and their descendants with them. It will come also to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are still speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb will graze together. The lion will eat straw like the ox. Dust will be the serpent's food. They will do no evil or harm in all my holy mountains, says the Lord. Chapter 66 Thus says the Lord, Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. Where then is a house you can build for me? And where is a place that I may rest? For my hand make all these things. Thus all these things came into being, declares the Lord. But to this one I will look, and to him who is humble and contrite in spirit, and who trembles at my word. But he who kills an ox is like one who slays a man. He who sacrifices a lamb is like one who breaks a dog's neck. He who offers a grain offering is like one who offers swine's blood. He who burns incense is like the one who blesses an idol. As they have chosen their own ways, and their soul delights in their abominations, so I will choose their punishments, and I will bring on them what they dread, because I called, but no one answered. I spoke, but they did not listen, and they did evil in my sight, and chose that which I did not delight. Hear the word of the Lord, you who tremble at his word. Your brothers who hate you, who exclude you for my name's sake, have said, Let the Lord be glorified that we may see your joy. But they will be put to shame. A voice of uproar from the city, a voice from the temple. 
a voice of the Lord who is rendering recompense to his enemies. Before she travailed, she brought forth. Before her pain came, she gave birth to a boy. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such a thing? Can a land be born in one day? Can a nation be brought forth all at once? As soon as Zion travailed, she also brought forth her sons. Shall I bring to the point of birth and not give delivery, says the Lord? Or shall I, who gives delivery, shut the womb, says the Lord? Be joyful with Jerusalem and rejoice for her, all you who love her. Be exceedingly glad with her, all you who mourn over her, that you may nurse and be satisfied with her comforting breasts, that you may suck and be delighted with her bountiful bosom. For thus says the Lord, Behold, I extend peace to her like a river, and the glory of the nations like an overflowing stream, and you will be nursed, you will be carried on the hip and fondled on the knee. As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you, and you will be comforted in Jerusalem. Then you will see this, and your heart will be glad, and your bones will flourish like new grass, and the hand of the Lord will be made known to his servants, but he will be indignant towards his enemies. For behold, the Lord will come in fire, and his chariots like the whirlwind, to render his anger with fury, and his rebuke with flames of fire. For the Lord will execute judgment by fire and by his sword on all flesh. And those slain by the Lord will be many. Those who sanctify and purify themselves to go to the gardens, following one in the center, who eats swine flesh, detestable things, and mice, will welcome to an end altogether, declares the Lord. For I know their works and their thoughts. The time is coming to gather all nations and tongues, and they shall come and see my glory. And I will set a sign among them and will send survivors from them to the nations, Tarshish, Put, Lud, Meshach, Tubal, Javan, and the distant coastlands, that they have neither heard my fame nor seen my glory, and they will declare my glory among the nations. Then they shall bring all my brethren from all the nations as a grain offering, to the Lord on horses and chariots and litters on mules and on camels to my holy mountain Jerusalem says the Lord thus as the sons of Israel bring their grain offering and clean vessel to the house of the Lord I will also take some of them for priests and Levites says the Lord for just as the new heaven and the new earth which I will make will endure before me declares the Lord so your offspring and your name will endure and it shall be from new moon to new moon and from sabbath to sabbath all mankind will come and bow down before me says the lord then they will go forth and look on the corpses of the men who have transgressed against me and their worm will not die and their fire will not be quenched and they will be an abhorrence to all mankind the last two chapters of the book of isaiah it's very interesting that there are 66 books in the Bible and there's 66 chapters in Isaiah. It's very interesting that the end of the Bible ends with the new heaven and the new earth and so does the book of Isaiah. And it has been stated that Isaiah can be broken down to reflect the Bible in its creation, its kings and, and New Testament, the Messiah coming to the Messiah in the end. And I am 
quite sure that's true. I've never actually done the study myself, but I've heard some other people say it's pretty amazing when you do, and I do find it phenomenal. So the last two chapters we see the the kids, <laughs> God's kids, Israel, is going into captivity in Isaiah's time. It's dark times. It's not good times during Israel's reign and with Isaiah as prophet. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, it's, it's a long period of time that he's there. And, we you know, he's writing through quite a few years of being there. He's seen the north go into captivity. Judah is going to go into captivity. And so he... Um, he says by the name by the word of the Lord that those who the nations that have come against them that have conquered them will ultimately pay the price. There will be a great number that will be judged in the end days, but he's saying, "Look, there is coming a time where Jerusalem is going to be completely rebuilt, and there's there's two i don't know if schools have thought of how much agreement there is but Certainly after the tribulation, the city of Jerusalem is going to be completely rebuilt. And then the new Jerusalem will come down out of heaven at the end, we believe, of the millennium. But during the millennium, you'll have Jerusalem, which is going to be glorious. It's going to be beautiful. And on the earth, you're you're going to have that time where the lion lays down with the lamb, the adder, and there's all of these animals. It's It's God in his... In this establishing of his millennial kingdom now, he's bringing humanity back to the formation of the earth originally with Adam and Eve, where everybody was a vegetarian. (laughs) So rejoice, you vegetarians, uh, over this. There's not going to be sacrifices of meat. It's going to be an abomination. um, there, There will be a temple, and it seems like there's going to be grain offerings brought to the Lord. And it's going to be a phenomenal time. And there's a very clear distinction that God is saying, those who have called upon me and have come under, have called upon the Lord and are looking to Jesus as their Messiah are going to be blessed. And those who don't are going to go where the worm never dies and they're going to be judged. And of course, we're looking upon those that are going to go out of the city and look on the corpses. Certainly here we could be seen at the, the beginning of the millennium where there is the Gog-Magog war perhaps, and they're seeing the bodies there. Or it may possibly even be at the very end of the millennium where Satan will be released and uh, there rise up an army again and try one last time to come against Jesus, and they'll be wiped out. Not clear to me which time frame we're looking at, but there is a very clear call to the remnant he makes it very clear that by his choice, he has chosen a remnant. And he has made himself known to people that didn't even call him. It's what we covered last night. And uh, it would have been a good verse for me to grab out of Isaiah there. That um, we love because he first loved us. He made himself to available to us. The people that didn't even know him. And he said, there's going to be people that didn't know me, but then they're going to know me. And then they are going to go forth and share. And they're going to come to Jerusalem. They're going to be coming with the grain offerings. There'll be memorial offerings, we think. Thanksgiving offerings for what God has done, the victory he's won. And Jesus coming back and setting up his kingdom. It'll be worshipped like 
nothing we've ever even imagined going to be phenomenal. And of course, this is all written to give hope to those that are going to be facing very difficult years. So I take comfort in that because it's very likely that we're going to be facing some very difficult years. Now with the one world government, the Great Reset and everything changing and now the currency is is changing even i was just reading that that there's going to be now a uh, an actual literal currency but it's going to be tracked it'll have its whatever they're going to find a way to turn your cash on and off and to control you through there there's so many crazy things that are going on right now it boggles the mind but what we do know and what we can rejoice in is hey we know the end. We know where we're going. We know exactly that God has this in the, in the palm of his hand. So when I see all these reports of these secret societies and they're controlling the world and controlling the wars, controlling the weather, whatever it is, I go, okay, I know what I'm called to, to be faithful, to be faithful, to wait on the Lord and, and let others know that there is hope in him. And we read Isaiah sixty five sixty six, and we show them that the hope that is there and the coming new Jerusalem, the new heavens and the new earth, and that we're heading towards a glorious future. We're not lamenting. We're not lamenting the present days and the direction that the world's going in. We do need to do what we can to stand up against tyranny for sure. Uh, we don't. We can't become complacent and go hide. Certainly, we have to stand up against the darkness in the world for the sake of our kids and the sake of the people we love. But we don't become hopeless and we don't become depressed to the point where we just give up. Now, there's too much exciting things that God's doing for us to even consider that. Charles Spurgeon now, Reflections of the Lord's Beauty. As for me, I will behold thy face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. Psalm seventeen fifteen. The portion of the other men fills their bodies and enriches their children, but the portion of the believer is of another sort. Men of the world have their treasure in this world, but men of the world come to look higher and further. Our possession is twofold. We have God's presence here and his likeness hereafter. Here we behold the face of the Lord in the righteousness, for we are justified in Christ Jesus. Oh, the joy of beholding the face of the reconciled God. The glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ yields us heaven below, and it will be to us the heaven of heaven above. But seeing does not end it, for we are to be changed into that which we gaze upon, we shall sleep a while and then wake up to find ourselves mirrors which reflect the beauties of our Lord. Faith sees God with a transforming look. The heart receives the image of Jesus into its own depths until the character of Jesus is imprinted on the soul. There is satisfaction to see God. What more can I desire? David's assured confidence is here by the Holy Ghost made to be the Lord's promise. I believe it. I accept it. Lord, vouchsafe it. Amen. Okay. Um, I don't know what he means by sleep for a while and then wake up there. If he means, means spiritually 
or not because I don't think Spurgeon believes in soul sleep. He's too he's too smart of a theologian. We know to be absent from our bodies to be present with the Lord. I think perhaps he's referring to a to a, a consciousness of a sleep to to wake up to a, a life in Christ. You guys can let me know what you think there. I'm I'm not sure this. This one has got me just a little bit baffled because I think it got thrown by those words there. But I'll let you guys reflect on it yourself and let me know what you think. Father, thank you for this morning and giving us this time together. We are always encouraged as we come together and read your word. Now as we move through Isaiah, this amazing book which gives us the heart of the gospel and connects the Old Testament to the New Testament, we thank you for this book and we thank you for the hope that was there for Israel in their very dark days and you never giving up on them as you never give up on us so we thank you for that we're encouraged by that we thank you for steering the hurricane around us we pray for those of Paran Masadlan that uh, this obviously doesn't look like it's going to be destructive as it continues to diminish so we want to thank you for the, for that but to protect those up north and for those in Florida God, we certainly pray that you would help them restore their lives and that people that have that have had their homes destroyed have family, have places to go, have federal funding and, uh, and the proper agencies to go to that they can start rebuilding their homes and rebuilding their lives. We pray for tons of Christian volunteers to come in and be a blessing that we might be known by our love people might see you by seeing the love of God in us. So we pray for that, all that you will be doing in these future days. And those up in Carolina, those where the storm is still hitting up on the coast, God, pray for their protection and pray for that the storm would continue to diminish and be done with. So we really lift them up to you, God, for all that you can do, all that all you can do through these these next few hours to protect the people that are still dealing with the storm. Thank you for those that are going through their storm physically, gaining healing. Juan Carlos with his cancer treatment and radiation. Uh, di- different people with also with chemo. I'm going to be lifting up them and lifting up those that have had very difficult struggles but are making headway and coming through. So we, we do pray for um, all of our all of our friends, God, there's too many to name that have either gone through the cancer treatments or are going through them. So we ask you to, to continue to use the medicine, use the doctors, but also your your touch and your healing, God, to um, keep us whole. Pray for Abigail Dean's daughter as we prayed, and she received your healing, God, and we saw you touch her on Sunday, that that healing would would just completely get rid of anything that's going on in her body. That she would, and she would have just that beautiful smile, that wonderful countenance, Father, about her, that she would be uh, beaming your love to the people around her. Help her, God, just uh, be the best she can be now that you are in the middle of her life and healing her. Thank you for, for their family. Heal their whole family, God. And may you use them mightily for evangelism and on whatever else here in this town. So thank you for what you are continuing to do through them, through the evangelism team, through the mission, God, and the kids that you're reaching out to and touching. The new people that have shown up to church, thank you for them. 
Thank you for the blessing of fellowshipping together. And uh, there are a number of people that are still struggling, so we know that they, they need, Father, they need to know that you're near. They need to know that, you're, that you are um, available to them. We know that there are people who are hurting because they've come through COVID. They've been lost their jobs. They've, they've moved around. There's been so much unrest that we don't even know those people um, that are hurting. But we know you know, so may you touch them. And let them see your hope for the future. And may you bring them into the fellowship of believers so that we all might rejoice in you together where there is no sadness, where there's joy complete and joy that is full. So we thank you, God. We bless you for this day in Jesus' name. Amen. That will do it for a Monday morning. And it's nice to have you guys with us. Go back and catch the podcast um, for yesterday. If you didn't get to read through Isaiah, like 60, whatever it was, um, 1 through 64, mm-hmm. it's on the podcast. I invite you to go back and listen to that. You can get it on any of the um, major platforms. Just type in Mana for Breakfast on your Google podcast for Apple or some of the other ones. Stitcher I like a lot. There's some other ones that are out there. So give it a try. And uh, subscribe. It really helps, as you well know, actually. And, and just a interesting uh, side note, I was trying to get on Rumble so that we could live stream on Rumble. But in order to do it, I need 100 subscribers. So any of you guys feel so led and you have Rumble, subscribe. God bless you all. Keep looking up. We will see you again tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs>